Good evening, guys, and welcome to episode 46 of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Uh, as you guys know, basically, we go through everything from investing here in Costa Rica, from funds to real estate to land, tourism, developments, construction, building, uh, owning businesses. Uh, we basically look at everything. Um, we've looked at contracts for people before uh, that are buying properties. We've done a variety of different stuff. Our knowledge is far and wide. So remember, if you need anything uh, or want any help at all, um, again, um, we are happy to give away useless free information. You can email us at info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. We may see a bit of a slowdown uh, over the next two weeks uh, for podcasts. And next week, I go from Santa Teresa or from San Jose to Santa Teresa in the uh, Central Pacific Nicoya Peninsula, then up to Tamarindo, uh, working with a client actually who listened on the podcast and wants me to help him basically create a income generating vacation rental uh, property. So working with him on that, uh, again, we've got lots of interesting details and data on that. And then from there for Papagayo, then down to Haco, I'm going to take a couple of days off in Los Sueños Resort with the kids. Um, and anyway, I'm sure that you guys don't want to hear about that, but I'm going to be on the road for the next two weeks working with investors and clients here. Uh, remember, you can contact me again. That email address is info at investingcostarica.com. So today we're going to be talking with Luis Diego Gutierrez. Luis Diego is an architectural visualizer and, di and director at Trimetry Studio. It's a company that works in the construction industry, creating photorealistic 3D images for unbuilt projects, which I think really helps people get an idea of what they're going to end up with. So it's going to be really interesting. Remember, if you have any questions for us, you can email us, or if you want to see future guests or have any questions for Luis Diego, all of the contact details are in the description below. Uh, and remember, you can also email us. I've said the email address enough times, uh, so you can just go back to the podcast if you need it. Remember to subscribe, give us reviews, whether you like it or not. Uh, we appreciate the nice ones, of course, but let's get straight into it. Good evening, Luis Diego. How are you doing? Hi, doing great, Richard. How are you doing? Very, very good. Thank you. Really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. I think it's going to be an interesting one. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's an honor for me to be here. And thank you for having me. I, while I did a little bit of digging on you, because I always like to again do a bit of research on my guests, I didn't realize you were also doing prefab homes here in Costa Rica. I'm sorry, can you repeat that one? Yeah, sure. I didn't realize you were doing prefab homes here in Costa Rica. Oh, well, we're actually starting on it. Uh, it's actually like a concept that we're developing right now. Uh, like I mentioned on, on the previous email that I sent you, we're, we're, we're aiming to uh, launch the project at uh, the end of the year. Yep. So yes, we're definitely working on prefab homes. Uh, we believe that it's the future. So we're going for it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as I said before here, I think I'd mentioned on the podcast before I have a lockdown in San Jadal de Lota. So I'd be interested to uh, show it to you and figure out what you could do there because we want to build some kind of some like three or four contemporary, you know, cabins on it. So I'm looking at your website here. I can see that they are pretty pro M homes. I can see that they are pretty contemporary. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're actually aiming to develop like the Teslas of prefab homes. Uh, so we're aiming to do a, a really high-tech, uh, modern uh, prefab home. Uh, we're looking to, to put together a bunch of systems that will allow the house to be auto-sustainable. Yep. So yeah, we're, 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 we're experimenting with different things, uh, putting a lot of technology into it. Uh, um, I don't know. Awesome. Alexa and, and all that automated stuff, yeah, will be there. 
That's great. That's great. I mean, how much does how much what's the base model? How much does the base model cost roughly, Luis Diego? Just for listeners to have an understand, just have an understanding. Well, right now, let me let me give you the measure in 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 Costa Rican measurements, which yep. will be metros cuadrados, right, square meters. Yep. Uh, so the, the smallest one is forty five square meters. Okay. And, and that one will be will be around uh, one hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so, so about yeah, five hundred square feet for a hundred thousand dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, I mean, you've been in the industry quite a while. I mean, I can see here that you've done, you know, again, you guys do architecture, interior, furniture, industrial design, you know, it's quite a lot of stuff. I was really impressed in the, in the 3d architectural stuff that you've done, uh, just because a lot of, of architects kind of talk about that stuff. Um, but I did have the opportunity once to put on a VR headset to walk through a home, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, well, actually, with this 3D technology, I think that we're really like taking the lead here in Costa Rica because not many people uh, get to this type of detail and precision, right? Because what we do is that we basically build the project prior to be built in reality, right? Yep. So we applied all the materials, all the, all the specifications, even furniture, uh, no matter the, the fabric or the finish that it's made of we can really portray that into our images. So the client at the end will see a 95 to 99% image uh, that, that will be exactly like the, the real thing, right? When it's, once that it's built. Well, I think that's awesome because again, I think it's very difficult. Some people are able to visualize what it is that they want and others are not. Uh, you know, I'm okay at it. My wife is pretty terrible at it. I hope she didn't hear that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think that really helps people understand what they're going to get, but also it's kind of like, you know, we've talked about a little bit on the podcast about bioclimactic design, sun movements, you know, openness, you know, so I, I'm sure that you guys take all that into play when designing something. Yeah, exactly. Well, the interesting part of this is that, uh, well, the technology allows us to actually create an environment so we can create like a virtual reality experience for our clients where they can put on the, the glasses and they can actually wow. see everything exactly how it's going to look once that it's built. And yeah, I mean, uh, we have found that that helps a lot for clients to actually understand the design because sometimes I know uh, in, in meetings with architects, the client will say, oh yeah, I like it or yeah, it's great. But maybe on the inside, they didn't totally understood it or, you know, yep. and sometimes once the project is finished, they, they, they're like a little bit lost or surprised that it's not like what they thought, right? So I mean, that's what we do. That's the, the kind of thing that we want to do. I mean, what typically do you find that when something gets built, if they'd have had kind of your 3D modeling or kind of like more of the virtual experience, what would they have maybe, you know, what are they most shocked by? What things do they, they typically change when they go, when they go through your, you kind of see your, uh, you know, your 3D imaging and, 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 and the virtual reality stuff? Well, the things that they, that they change the most, of course, is that they would like to see different type of finishes, yep. you know, for their bathroom or for the floor or maybe the kitchen cabinetry. They want to see in different colors, different, different finishes. So yeah, it's actually more like a, 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 a game with the, with, the, with the client, right? We start like throwing some ideas, throwing some materials, different finishes, different stuff. And of course, this, this will be guided through the design process. Yep. But once that we get together on a meeting, then we can, we can start changing and getting ideas. So it, it's very, very funny, very, very interesting. 
I mean, I love it, Luis Diego. Again, as I said, I took a, a 3D, basically virtual reality walk through this house once. And I was just like, you know what? If I was to put a lot of money into a home here, I would definitely be using this. Because again, it's like, you know, it's, you're really able to conceptualize how it feels, how it looks. Um, and I think as you, meant, you mentioned there, I mean, some of the most expensive stuff we mentioned on some of the other podcasts is the final finishing. So like the, you know, the kitchen cabinet color, the floor color, the tiling in the bathroom, like all that stuff is expensive. So you better get it right because it's going to be expensive to change it, right? Exactly, exactly. You better get it right the first time. Otherwise, it's going to be really, really expensive to change it. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that, that's the kind of security that, that we want to provide to our clients. Yep. Even more when, when they're foreign or they're in a different country, all these materials help them a lot. Uh, not to be traveling all the time or or they can get it just at the home and they can revise it anytime. So that, that's the interesting uh, part of, of this technology, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, a question for you. Is what you do expensive? It is. Yeah, it, it is a little bit. I love the honesty. Uh, I love the honesty. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I got to be honest because most of the clients, uh, they don't really understand all the work that it's behind these 3D images. Yep. Um, you know, because it's actually to build the place from nothing virtually. Yep. Uh, so we can make a look at the ones that it's built. So, yeah, it, it is expensive. Uh, but I'll say that it's an investment that will give you a peace of mind uh, once that you have your, your project done, right? Because I mean, you're going you're gonna to be... Uh, ready and you're going to know what's going to be ahead with time. Oh, I, I suppose you can move quicker on a project as well. So instead of something like you having to change something later on, you've already visualized everything, what it looks like. So stuff can just move very quickly. You can pre-buy it as well. And I mean, with the cost of materials going up so much at the moment, I mean, you could potentially cover that cost, you know, very, very quickly. So, so, I mean, just to give us an idea, Luis Diego, I mean, how much does something like this cost? I mean, I'm sure that you're going to say it depends on the side of the house, but just give us a, a rough estimation of a typical sized house that you guys work on. Uh, well, let's say that if we do, I don't know, like a luxury residence, let's say. Yep. Uh, it depends on, on how many pictures the client want or how many uh, videos or animations they, they're aiming for. Uh, but right now, let's say that a small package for uh, a place like that will go around three thousand dollars that's not too bad at all i don't think that's too bad at all to be honest with you i mean i've i've got 3d renderings done high-end 3d renderings and i mean you know each image yeah. i mean you could be looking anywhere from five hundred to a thousand dollars just because i mean again the detail it, it it looks exactly like you know basically the the uh, all the renderings are Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, we're trying to make the, 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 the service accessible for everybody to try yep. it out first. So we're doing like a special, special services or special prices for the beginning. So that's one of the packages that we're releasing right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a, a really uh, expensive service and, and it's, it's really um, something that takes a lot of time, right? So uh, we better make those changes virtually than make them once that it's being built, right? Because it's yep. going to be even more expensive for sure. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. I mean, so let me get your opinion on something, Luis Diego, because I love to ask people this. Where do you think people should be looking to invest in Costa Rica and why? I'd love to get everyone's opinion on this. I mean, I'm sure you've been over this all over this country, but if you were looking to make an investment here, where would you make it and why? Well, I mean... Tell you like just one place. It's really really give me hard a couple. Give me a couple. Costa Rica. Well, definitely for sure 
Guanacaste, uh, Nosara, Santa Teresa, and Flamingo, and, and all, all, all that, that, those places over there are really like getting into people and they're very beautiful and people fall in love with it right away. Yep. Uh, but I say that also we have the, the lake in the volcano. Yep. Uh, that place over there is also really beautiful. Uh, it hasn't been exploited a lot. And well, it, it has its charming as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, also I believe that in the in the south part of the of the country, uh, in Punta Arenas, near to Panama, that place is also a, a good place to invest right now. I so I, I mean, if you want to invest in Costa Rica, I'll say that that it's almost a safe bet if you find a a really experienced professional that will guide you on where to build and. That's also based on on the clients' likings, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the people that that lives in Guanacaste is different from the people in in the in the Arenal volcano. So it depends on everybody. It's funny you say Arenal, just because I'm working with a client at the moment. We're about to make an offer on a piece of land there, which is about four and a half thousand square meters. I found it uh, just walking by it one day. Called their owner up, found it, very good price. Sits right there in front of the volcano, close to town. So he's about to build a luxury vacation rental there just because, again, you know, I work in the travel industry and I know that there are no great vacation rentals there. So I'm like, look, you want a home in Costa Rica. You love Aranao. He constantly stays at Niada. I'm like, why don't we just build that concept, but a luxury home in front of the volcano? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, that, that's the good part of the, our country. I mean, you can basically build, every, build everywhere, you know. So that's good for, for the for us, you know, we can create everything anywhere. And we really try to to take the, the context of the project into the houses, you know. So a house building the Arnold Volcano won't look exactly the same as a as a house in Osara. So it keeps varying and, and yeah. everything adds, you know. Wow. I mean I mean it, it from what I understand, Ristigo, you guys are also involved in interior design. Am I correct in saying that? Yes. Uh, I mean, um, I've been working on interior design for a couple of years now. Uh, let me tell you that is, it's really different from architecture, you know, because uh, in interior design, it's all about the client, you know. Uh, as an architect, when we, when we design a structure, we can propose and we can make different things and we can also, uh, like I mentioned, go, go together with the context or the climate. But once you're tr talking about interior design, it's a different world. It's all, it's all the inside and how people is going to leave that. So uh, what I always say to, to my clients is that uh, I'm trying to be like a psychiatrist in a way. So <laughs> I will understand your likings. I will understand the way that you live, what you do. And based on that, we're going to design a place ex exactly for you, right? Yeah. Based on your needs. I mean, in the design process of a home, okay, where do you, I mean, what questions do you think people should be asking yourselves? What things do you think they should be considering? Maybe that they're not. I mean, what would be your advice to anyone looking to design a home here in Costa Rica? Well, first of all, I would say uh, get a good real estate agent uh, for sure. So that way you're, you'll be, you'll, you'll be um, sure, yeah, that, that you will have a, a good investment, a good piece of land, first of all. And after that, well, you need to understand also all the uh, sustainable concepts that we have here in Costa Rica. Um, so I'll say that you first need to understand your piece of land as well. 
you need to make all the the previous exams for your land, like the test for the land. So we we will know exactly what kind of uh, um, like a soil a soil study, like a soil study, like a soil study exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Soil studies are very very important. Uh, even when I tell you, like, yeah, we can build everywhere. The soil story really really tells yep. us what we need and what the, the, the piece of land needs to be built on. So uh, I will say that, then uh, get a good professional that knows about uh, the places around, you know, uh, the stores, all the providers, all the construction places. Uh, so that's really important. And well, someone that actually speaks your language, that's also very important, right? Definitely. Communication is... It's, it's key in these in this processes, right? Definitely. Um, and well, also, I'll say invest in good 3D renderings because <laughs> it will definitely give you a good peace of mind and a good understanding of your project. And well, it's actually to see your investment prior to be built. So what, what better than that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree on the 3D renderings. We have a, a, an eight bedroom luxury villa, which used to be a boutique hotel. And we had a viewing deck upstairs in the property. And we decided to turn the viewing deck into a master suite and we had the renderings done and it came out exactly like it was because we could show the builders, basically the guys refurbishing it, make it look like this, like, you know, exactly. And it came out exactly the same. When we did the entrance, like we got 3D renderings of the entrance and showed the guys, make it look like this. Like it's so much easier to tell someone, make it look like this rather than try and explain it in words. Exactly. I mean, th this also helps a lot with all the contractors, you know, once they can see what is it that they have to build, it's easier for them to go ahead and make it. Yeah. So it, it's a process that actually helps uh, everybody involved in the project. So yeah, that's really good. And well, also, uh, well, talking about luxury projects, uh, luxury projects most of the time come with luxury furniture. And yep. all of these luxury brands, they are uh, developing more and more their 3D libraries or galleries in their websites. So usually what we do is that uh, we design the space, we choose the furniture, and we're also in, in contact with those providers. And that's how we can actually make it look exactly the same because they provide us those tools. Uh, all, of course, that helps them a lot uh, with, the, with, the, with the sales. And we just make it look exactly how the furniture is going to look at in reality. Yeah, I, I think that's great. Again, I, I mean, I'd really suggest somebody get some renderings done, spend, you know, a couple of thousand dollars on getting it done, because then it's so much easier just to show everyone, make it look like this. I mean, and you'll end up getting what it is that you want. Whereas sometimes you leave a project again for someone that's foreign coming backwards and forwards, you come back and you're like, oh, my God, that's not what I wanted. And it costs a lot of money to change it. So uh, I think I think that's that's huge advice. Now, you mentioned Santa Teresa, Nosada, Flamingo there. I mean, they're kind of somewhat developed beach towns or developing beach towns. But I mean, which ones do you think, you know, not that are not those areas? What do you think are like the diamonds in the rough here with regards to areas in Costa Rica that will begin to grow in the next five years? Next five years? Well, that's actually a good question. Um, let's say... Let's say Guanacaste, every, everywhere in Guanacaste, basically, you know, I mean, uh, with, with the airport there, everything is super, super close. Yep. And well, yeah, th those areas that you mentioned, they are kind of developed right now. So, of course, we're going to start going on the outsides of those, those places. And that's where people is going to find cheaper land and also beautiful places. For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm in Santa Teresa next week because the clients that I'm with, I'm helping them find a bit of land over there because, again, they're looking to do a bit of a project. Again, you know, I mesh real estate and tourism. I'm not a realtor, but I have all this tourist information and I've developed land and built here. Um, you know, so I'm a realtor's like basically uh, worst nightmare, but also kind of their, uh, you know, they love me as well because, again, a lot of the time I'll, I'll work with clients that are very qualified clients. But like they were looking at Santa Teresa, Santa Teresa was too expensive. So we started to look at, you know, Playa Car like Playa Carmen, Manzanillo, Montezuma to the south. Um, you know, so yeah. I, I agree. I think it's going to spread out there, you know, in, in, in those areas. If Yeah, it's definitely going to spread out, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so my last question for you, Luis Diego, because we won't keep you any longer here, because uh, uh, I, I know I know that you've you've probably got three D imaging uh, to do. So, uh, if you if you inherited five hundred thousand dollars, meaning you inherited it and had to invest it into a business, so it can be in a business or real estate in Costa Rica, uh, what would you do with it and why? Prefab homes, tiny homes, for sure. I mean. I mean uh, and, and this is really related with the whole uh, global situation right now. Uh, I mean, with, with the pandemic, we, we have some reassurements and, and confirmations about why human beings need to change a little bit their way of life, you know? Yep. And, and that's, that's how uh, we see all these digital nomads uh, wanting to work in different uh, places, different countries, and also not needing much, you know, to live. They just want to travel light. They want to stay in, in beautiful places, well-designed, comfortable, functional. So I'll say that, that that's the future. I mean, just like how you see how, um, how Netflix killed Blockbuster by yep. giving the, the, the power to the people to choose what they want to watch at, at any moment, uh, these tiny homes or these prefab homes will do the same for for everybody, you know, it's going to allow them to 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 get uh, an investment and develop it and develop it and keep keep growing it, right? So yeah. it's, it's a good it's a good investment. Thinking about developing a bunch of these tiny homes and rent them out or create this uh, project, this hotel project based on little tiny homes. So uh, we can do a lot here in Costa Rica. It's a beautiful place. Uh, the climate is great. And uh, all the sustainability opportunities that, that are going on uh, are definitely adding to these type of projects. Well, your timing is impeccable, Luis Diego, because actually on Saturday, uh, I'm in the Tamarindo area with a, with a guy from San Francisco, uh, and we're actually doing a tiny home project up there at the moment. So we're searching for land at the moment, um, and we've worked on the financial model, so it works. Um, but, you know, there really is no smaller home project up there. So I, I'm sure we'll be in contact once we actually find the land and have kind of more of the design ready. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Sure, sure. Yeah, that, that would be great. We're also developing right now a project in Santa Teresa, actually, that it's made of uh, tiny homes. Yep. And they're just like wooden tiny homes. They're really, really uh, simple, but they have this kind of... Uh, uh, enchantment of uh, I don't know it, it looks like a really beachy place you know it's all the wood and some palms on the trees and everything's trying to be auto sustainable so you know I think that every project here in Costa Rica is just made to enjoy to relax and just yep. to be in contact with nature and, and that's agree. what we like to do best I agree. Well, Luis Diego, I really, really appreciate your time. I know that you're very busy, so I really appreciate you coming on here. Uh, for anyone that wants to contact Luis Diego, I'm going to put all your contact details of yourself and also your company down. So I'm sure that you'll have quite a few people reaching out to you, sir. Sure, that would be great. I mean, we're here to help everybody to create their dream home or a dream project here in Costa Rica and to 
3D render it first, so they will be sure that everything's gonna go smooth and great, all right? I agree, I agree. Well, thanks very much, Luis Diego. You have a great evening. Thank you very much, Richard. Have a great, great night. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that podcast there with Luis Diego. I thought it was very, very interesting talking about kind of the 3D designs, the renderings, and really making sure that like the pictures that you get uh, from the renderings is exactly what they end up building. I think it's really, really important. So, um, you know, my advice is on all the building projects I've been into, uh, you know, I've been involved in is that people typically, you know, uh, spend a lot of money toward the end part because again, they didn't think things through. Whereas these 3D renderings and also kind of the virtual reality tools, which is really cool, especially for a larger home to just see kind of how the light comes in uh, and with the surroundings. Uh, you know, really, really helps uh, in that process and, and, and can save you money uh, kind of in the long term. So I would suggest doing that. Uh, as Luis Diego said there, started about $3,000. I'm getting quite a few questions. Uh, I had a, a listener the other day, Joe. Uh, Joe had asked me, hey, Rich, I think you should really explain, you know, why you do these podcasts and what it is that you're doing. Uh, first of all, I do them because this service, you know, this um, information is kind of very dispersed out there, but also you know, kind of trying to get to the right people here in Costa Rica can be very, very difficult. So trying to kind of bring a bit of order to the chaos down here uh, and make sure that you get kind of great, um, basically people in front of you and also great advice. So kind of just really uh, educating you and informing you. Um, also, he was like, well, Richard, like, how do you like, what's the benefit to you? Well, I mean, we're about to kick off the website, investingcostarica.com. Uh, I do actually do quite a bit of consulting work, uh, a lot on tourism, kind of travel related stuff, anything with vacation rentals, developing homes what they should have, what they shouldn't, where's good to build, where's not, things to consider. Um, I've had clients that have built boutique hotels, larger hotels, vacation rentals, homes, just bought land, tiny homes, making like basically more long-term land banking investments all over Costa Rica. Um, also financial instruments as well. I also run Costa Rica tourism bonds, uh, which is basically the ability for people to invest into existing successful tourism projects here, uh, as well as have a variety of real estate funds here as well, uh, and real estate projects here that people can get involved in. So if anybody's interested about learning more or wants to chat, remember you can contact me, it's Richard Bexon, info at investingcostarica.com. I'll put all the information in the description as well. Uh, but I thought I'd like to get that out there uh, just because a few people have been asking. Um, but if anyone needs any help, wants me to look at anything, I looked at a contract the other day uh, for a project here, told the woman to walk away from it. I didn't like the way it was worded, the way basically that their initial 25% deposit was no non-refundable, but they hadn't got the plans to the project yet, meaning the individual planners, the title for the land hadn't been sorted. There was no environmental studies. There's just a lot. There was a lot of risk there for putting 25% down uh, on a, it was a $500,000 purchase. So I just gave her a bit of input there, told her to also speak to a lawyer as well. But that was a kind of, I just read through the contract for her uh, and that was my kind of input on it. But here to help anyone, remember Richard Bexon, info at investingcostarica.com. Thanks guys.